Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 930 in 716. It's a simple question. Should New York State be divided into two states? Simple yes or no. And while the answer may also be simple, the ramifications and reality of it all aren't. If you look at the way government operates in New York, all of the policy is driven by downstate legislators. Well, I, I don't think that that's an idea that will ever gain the traction in Albany. I don't think it's realistic. Nor do a lot of folks we asked in our web poll at WBEN.com. But they like the concept. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716. Since I began working in news media, the question is periodically raised about splitting New York State into two, separating the New York metropolitan area from the rest of the state, which persistently complains state policy is derived largely by and for New York City area politicians and citizens. Now a Western New York lawmaker is raising the flag on splitting the state issue again. Well, let's, uh, I can't take credit for uh, coming up with the idea. Uh, I, as far back as 1992, uh, there was legislation proposed uh, to split New York uh, into two separate states. New York State Assemblyman Stephen Hawley hails from Genesee County and is here with WBEN's Tom Puckett. The legislation in 1992 uh, had as part of that uh, the division line of everything north and west of Westchester County. Uh, Senator Robach and my bill, uh, current bill, which I introduced about 10 years ago, as did Senator Robach, uh, doesn't give an indication of where any lines might be drawn. Uh, It actually is a non-binding referendum uh, that will be on the November ballot. doing something unique, uh, and that's asking folks in the state of New York for their thoughts on the simple question, should New York State be divided into two states? Simple yes or no. And that's important uh, for us to know as representatives because before spending taxpayer money on studies uh, relative to the economics of it, relative to the politics of it, relative to where any line might be drawn, uh, we need to ascertain and, and find out what folks think about an idea like this. And uh, unlike the SAFE Act that uh, passed in the middle of the night uh, where no individuals or businesses were apprised of um, that bill, uh, this actually would help representatives to understand whether folks do or do not think it might be a good idea. And if as I believe it would be, uh, folks from downstate and in the North Country and the Southern Tier and Central New York and Western New York, uh, I believe, uh, would answer in the affirmative. Uh, Every year I bring up a member of the majority uh, in the State Assembly uh, to tour my district in Western New York. 
uh, it's important for them and it's important for me uh, to know who the constituents are, what kinds of businesses, what agriculture is for them, uh, those folks that live in New York City, uh, how we survive with small businesses uh, here in western New York, and then I go down and visit them as well. So uh, I think that uh, it's an interesting question, and I'd like to know what people think about it. Uh, have you had any response yet from the residents? Well, it, it, my legislation would, wouldn't go on until November. I've asked Speaker Hasty to uh, report it out of committee so we can take a vote on it uh, and then try to find out what folks think. I can tell you personally whether uh, I'm shopping at a grocery store or uh, going into a business uh, or a church or wherever I am or Facebook, any of the uh, uh, media-type uh, coverages that folks, are very interested in finding out whether we can really be and survive on our own uh, without the boroughs of New York City. A good friend of mine, Fred Thiel, uh, has legislation that would make Long Island a separate state. Staten Island has on numerous occasions tried to withdraw or secede as a borough of New York City. So there are a lot of folks that... Uh, uh, find this to be an interesting topic, and uh, I'd like to see what people think. Uh, in your mind, if New York State were to be divided into two, uh, how would this uh, help or hinder the western half of New York State? Well, I think that uh, as as members of the majority in the Assembly have visited me over the last four years, uh, we're very, very different uh, in terms of our needs, wants, and desires. Uh, the constituency... Uh, of upstate, if you will, and western New York specifically, um, are not really all that excited about the fact that folks are leaving New York State in droves. Uh, they're not leaving because of the weather, even though the weather we've had the last several days has been uh, uh, less than pleasant. Uh, they're leaving because of the overwhelming burden of taxes. Uh, they're leaving because of the mandates that are foisted out of Albany uh, relative to uh, operating our own uh, our own governments and our own communities. Uh, over the past several weeks, of course, uh, now uh, that we have lots of folks from New York City uh, in both houses of the legislature uh, from downstate, uh, we've seen uh, legislation that heretofore has never been passed. Uh, we have abortion up until nine months. Uh, we have tuition assistance for folks that don't even reside in our state to say nothing of illegal immigrants' offspring. Uh, we have uh, uh, a number of additional gun bills that have been passed, restrictions on guns. We even have one uh, legislator uh, out of New York City who has introduced legislation to ban gun raffles. Well, she, of course, doesn't really realize how gun raffles work. Uh, you, don't, you don't win a gun raffle and walk out with a gun. You have a Nexus uh, check. Uh, you have to be a certain age, and uh, eventually you may end up with that, uh, that hunting weapon, that rifle. Um, all of these kinds of things that go on in western New York are our way of life, uh, and fire companies and service clubs and others who have gun raffles uh, are doing it for their community, for our way of life. And so the monies that are made from these raffles of volunteer fire departments, et cetera, that money is pumped right back into our communities. It helps to keep taxes down. It helps uh, folks uh, be able to survive uh, or at least do better on their own without looking to government 
as a panacea or solution to all of our problems and every problem that we have. Where do you think the border should be between uh, the western half and the eastern half of New York, if you will? Well, that would be part of uh, any study that would be done. Uh, I don't have a, uh, a particular thought of where that ought to be. Uh, there have been a lot of studies done over the years by uh, folks at uh, Cornell University, uh, Columbia University, NYU, and others that I've contacted. Uh, so I think those are some of the kinds of things that we, uh, we have to uh, figure out. Uh, and quite frankly, uh, you know, it's not the revenue that's the biggest problem, although a lot of revenue comes out of the city of New York. Uh, it's our spending habits. It's the out-of-control Medicaid spending uh, that we uh, opt into most every optional program that the federal government has in Medicaid. Uh, we can't continue to do that. Uh, we need to take care of folks uh, in their time of need, uh, but not necessarily from birth to grave. I don't think it's realistic um, to do that, although I share the, uh, the legislators' frustration for how tone-deaf the leadership up in Albany is at this point in time. You hear that a lot from many a politician. This is New York State Senator Chris Jacobs. Very focused solely. They believe the state begins and ends at the borders of New York City. Um, I think what more uh, we should do is recognize that New York City area is very different than the rest of the state. And sometimes, and um, we need to do this more often, policies need to be passed and maybe they're not the same for New York as the rest of the area. So we saw that when the minimum wage was passed, they ramp up to the $15 minimum wage much, much more quickly in Manhattan than it did in western New York. I think that's what we have to look at. Some regulations that people have passed and rules that maybe are fine for New York City but can devastate industry up here. Those are the things we need to look at doing more. I don't think a separation of the state is feasible. I think we should focus our efforts more on those sort of things. And a lot of voters, not upstate, I should say, Western New York, uh, probably feel that their vote doesn't really matter as much. Their politicians tend to focus on New York City. Right. And, that, and, that, and that's why I think we always, in Western New York and, and Central New York, need to work together collaboratively. Uh, historically, the Western New York delegation, which is senators and assembly people, Democrat, Republican, work together on major issues because we need to work together to counteract the massive amount of representation they have in downstate because they just have so much population. Republican Erie County legislator Lynn Dixon, a potential contender for Erie County executive, also sees the concern, but... Well, I, I don't think that that's an idea that will ever gain the traction in Albany, but I will say that I think so many policies that are decided on in Albany um, are decided on based on uh, the representation that we have there. And of course, the representation that we have there is strongly based in New York City. And I think all lawmakers have to remember that we are, as an entire state, sometimes we have different issues, sometimes we have different concerns. And the concerns in western New York and upstate New York also need to be taken into consideration when deciding any legislation. Um. Do you feel people, especially citizens, feel disenfranchised because they feel at least statewide legislators focus most of their resources and energy on the New York City Democrat? I think residents 
shouldn't have to feel that way. And I think that if they do feel that way, then that should signal that there's a concern and that there, there could be problems. So um, I, I would just ask uh, our state lawmakers, I would ask anybody to bear in mind that you have this is a this is a very diverse state you know there's there's agriculture there's rural communities there's big cities there's a lot of suburban you know, towns and villages um, that they all have their own set of concerns and uh, what's important to them and what they prioritize and all that should be taken into consideration and given fair fair discussion and fair consideration uh, when when legislation is decided on. From where Erie County Legislator Joe Larigo sits, it's simply unfair how the current political schematic works. If you look at the way government operates in New York, all of the policy is driven by downstate legislators. Uh, there's got to be a better way to address that. I don't know if uh, splitting the state in two is the right way to do it. Uh, perhaps, you know, there's a better way to go about um, representation in our state legislature, uh, but for now I don't think that that's going anywhere in terms of splitting up New York State officially. Okay. Um, do you feel that uh, upstate and western New York residents feel maybe disenfranchised that a lot of legislators devote most of their resources, at least statewide legislators, devote most of their resources to New York City? Oh, absolutely. I, I think we all feel disenfranchised. You know, even sitting as a member of the county legislature here in Erie County, I know that my my uh, interests in Albany aren't necessarily represented as well as someone who lives in New York City. Uh, we are constantly being hit with mandates from New York State uh, on county level uh, issues and you know telling us that we have to afford more and more without getting the financial help from New York State and I think our representation you know we have a great local delegation in Albany but the problem is they're outnumbered by the downstate legislators and uh, you know it's an uphill battle every day for them. Um, Last thing, the AIM funding cut. Do you think that's another example of kind of how downstate kind of pushes the legislation because it doesn't really take into effect cities? It's more the small towns and municipalities you find upstate and western New York. I think the governor looking to reduce the AIM funding is another example of how he's completely and totally out of touch with you know, upstate New York and the people that he governs. Uh, you know, he wants to get up there and say that the weather is pushing people out or that the federal government issues are pushing people out. But the fact remains, people have been fleeing New York State for the past nine years under his leadership. It's time he looks in the mirror and says, wait a minute, my policies of tax and spending aren't good for New Yorkers, aren't good for our state as a whole. It's time to rein those in and help people throughout New York State, not just the people living in New York City. I suspect the referendum may get some traction and the question may actually get asked. But that's where it will end. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.